And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he Adam Tanker, how's everybody doing? Hope everyone's having a good week. It is Wednesday, November 11th. We are about probably a month away from kind of having some concrete idea of what's going to be going on in the hockey world. And we'll be discussing that uh, as we go on as news breaks. Uh, but on today's show, we'll be discussing, um, you know, some of the, we'll be starting a segment actually, uh, discussing some of the top games from the season. Some of them, We've already covered before, and some of them we didn't just because of when Locked On Lightning started. Uh, and today we'll be talking about the home opener uh, from this year against Florida. And before we get into all of that, today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the best protein bar in the world. It's the best protein bar in the world. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. So... Yeah, we're going to be discussing to uh, the home opener from this season. Now, the thing about this game now, I and it was it was one of the things where I I'm usually very good at remembering how games went, certain things from uh, past games w- occurred. Uh, in this one, <laughs> I, I didn't remember a single thing. All I remembered was that the Lightning won and that they played the Panthers, and that was pretty much it. Uh, just because, I mean, it was over a year ago, and, and so much has happened since then. Uh, and I wasn't exactly covering the Lightning as closely as I obviously am now. Um, so, yeah, like I said, this is a season opener, and the Lightning went into this game looking to get off to a, a good start after just the absolutely catastrophic ending to the previous playoffs uh, in which they they – they got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, we don't have to go into detail about how disastrous that was and all that stuff. We already did a show on that um, early on. I believe it was in, during, you know, when the season was postponed. So go ahead and listen back to that. So before we get into kind of the rewatch of this game, go ahead, like, and subscribe to this podcast so you could be up to date on everything that is going on. As soon as the new episodes are dropping, uh, and go ahead and follow us on our Twitter page at LO underscore Lightning, as well as give us a follow on our Instagram page at LockedOn underscore Lightning, and also give me a follow at my personal Twitter account at AP Danker, D-E-N-K-E-R. Um, Going to be tweeting some stuff from there. Uh, ho- Hockey-related, unrelated to hockey, pop culture, all that stuff. So go ahead and do that. Um, and so, yeah, this game was a very weird game and I wasn't entire, you know, it was one of the games where maybe to me just because, and if any of you are following, uh, at home, maybe along, or maybe you want to go back and rewatch that game. Um, and I'm curious as to what maybe your, your thoughts are on that as well, but the, it was, it was a boring game and part of it was 
there was a couple of key players out, and the lines were so they were so weird, and they to me. Uh, they they were just jumbled around, and maybe that's because obviously this game happened, like I said, over a year ago, to where it it doesn't it doesn't hold the same weight. Maybe it did at that time, at that moment in time. You know, obviously a lot of Lightning fans when that game did occur, very excited to kind of try and distance yourself and have this team distance themselves away from just the ridiculousness of what happened in the previous playoffs, and kind of maybe was a little bit concerned and. And worried that maybe everything that happened during that playoffs was going to possibly carry over into the next season. Uh, So, yeah. And and the reason why we chose this game as to one of our, I guess, rewatches was because, make no mistake about it, opening day uh, in any sport is very important because not many times do you see where if a team comes out and doesn't perform well, uh, it, it, it's just kind of the, the, the theme for the, the rest of the season. Um, as much as I, I think that opening day is very important, I believe it also depends on which team we're talking about. Um, you know, maybe if it's a team that just won the Stanley Cup or who has been consistently in the talk or maybe just had some sort of a kind of a anticlimactic ending to their season. Uh, yeah, it, it, it won't maybe... The opening seat, the opening night might not be as really as huge as one might think or might want it to be, but for the Lightning, this was a huge game, um, and they did get some help in terms of the scheduling just because they were playing against the Florida Panthers, and we we said this throughout the season and and even in the playoffs, and um, the Florida Panthers weren't they're not that good of a team, um, you know they are a decent team, but if you're gonna if you're going to compare them to the Tampa Bay Lightning, even at this point in time where they have uh, not, you know, the team that the Lightning finished with as the team they began with, totally different, um, not only in just how they performed, but if you just look at the personnel, it's completely different. So, but yeah, the the, the Panthers weren't, aren't not a good team. Um, Burbovsky did not have a good year, and we saw it in this game as well. I mean, there was a ton of things that the Panthers didn't do. But at the same time, we kind of saw the start of the issue that the Lightning had all year, and that was sometimes they would play down to their opponents. And we saw that most notably uh, before the regular season ended, and that was the the game against the Detroit Red Wings, who were one of the worst teams in the NHL, where the Lightning lost, I believe, in a shootout, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, so we're just going to get back. We're just going to get into it um, and – yeah, so season opener, Lightning looking to start. Uh, we have Point, Paquette, and Ruta scratched from this game. Uh, the Lightning were looking to uh, win their sixth consecutive season opener uh, in a row. Three of those wins have been against the Florida Panthers. So, they, I mean, it's no secret that the Tampa Bay Lightning do own the Florida Panthers. So let's jump into it. An old-fashioned recap. Haven't done one of these in a while. I love doing these, and I'm sure a lot of you love listening to. You know, we, I've I've gotten some good feedback from you guys that you that you like uh, hearing these. So that's why I decided to do this segment. So let's jump into the first period. Uh, yeah, it's something that we we're not surprised at all about. Sergachev gets two minute uh, two minute minor for tripping at 18:02. Uh, just it, it was like I said. I mean, past past us maybe at that moment in time we would have been flipping like Sergachev what are you doing uh and even later on in the season Sergachev getting penalties uh 
taking penalties. Nothing new, nothing surprising. But um, like I said, we're we're really looking at these games with it from a different viewpoint just because of everything that's happened. I mean, we're Stanley Cup champions now, whereas, you know, at that point in time, if the Lightning didn't get off to a good start, now we're talking about possibly uh, Coach John Cooper on the hot seat and potentially losing his job. But uh, So, yeah, Sergachev gets two minutes for uh, tripping, but the Lightning's power play, uh, power kill, power play kill has been absolutely fantastic all season long. They were first in the NHL last season. When I say last season, I mean uh, two seasons ago. But at this point, um, yeah, they they carried it over. They're they're great, consistent uh, PK. As they didn't, Florida wasn't able to do much of anything except pass. Uh, Tampa didn't give up any prime scoring chances. Um, but that did change throughout the game, and this was. Not so much Florida doing a good job. It was much more of Tampa really giving up opportunities, really not having good puck possession, puck management, uh, giving up the puck in the neutral zone, all those things that really plagued this team throughout the season that uh, if you've been a listener of ours since February and where we started, um, that was almost a daily thing that we we spoke about in each recap. So uh, Tampa... Did a great job, though, keeping control of the puck in the Florida zone. Uh, very patient. You know, this was during a delay penalty later on after they killed uh, the initial Sergachev penalty. So Tampa draws penalty um, on the play. It's delayed penalty, uh, and they do a very fantastic job. This was something that I did, really did not see really that whole much, that, that much uh, throughout the season was um, once the delay penalty is called, uh, Tampa's really – was really more scrambling to just fire pucks on net, which we we've spoken up about in past episodes where that's, that's not something that's really ultimately beneficial. Um, you know, cause if you're just firing pucks aimlessly through traffic, uh, either it's going to get, it's not going to make it all the way to the goaltender, or it's just not going to be a good quality shot where the goaltenders could potentially either kick it to the side or, you know, for an easy save or, you know, just smother the puck. And then you're just taking a face off in the zone. So, but Tampa was really, really patient. They didn't force the issue. Um, and that really wore down and played a key in, you know, leading up to the Kucherov goal. So, you know, they wore down Florida. Florida was visibly gassed, uh, you know, throughout this this whole sequence. And then it led to a Kucherov uh, one-timer goal from, at 639. So, Lightning off the bat are up, up to a one nothing lead. You know, couldn't have asked for a better start. Uh, obviously, you know, you don't want to see Sergachev kind of um, – take that early penalty to kind of put them you know in, in kind of behind the eight ball right away but you know what the lightning have always had a good penalty pk this entire year you know they've had their struggles but you know we the one thing that this team could always rely on was that you know they had a, P, a good pk but that's because you know what they they draw a lot of penalties so we'll we'll discuss uh more of the first period but first let's talk about once again today's sponsor and that's built bar built bar is the best protein best tasting protein bar ever they had 18 amazing flavors and they did it again they are bringing out six new ones caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisps built bar is great for the health conscious person you could lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat built bar are is low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber and great for the keto diet uh go to builtbar.com right now and use promo code locked on you get 20 percent off your next order that's promo code locked on for 20 percent your next order at builtbar.com 
So let's pick it up right where we left off. We're still in the first period here uh, in Tampa. You know, they're, they're, if, you, if you kind of maybe skimmed through some of the episode already or maybe whatever the case may be, uh, I know that happens to me sometimes where I'm listening to a podcast and it just, for the first time, an episode, and it starts right in the middle of it. I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, um, my phone is just weird like that to begin with. So uh, Kucherov just got the lightning off. Got got them on the board for a one nothing lead from the one timer on the on the delayed penalty, um, and then right after that, now we've seen this many times throughout the season that uh, the Lightning were very good uh, for the most part throughout the season, especially in the playoffs for kind of piling on when the team the other the opposing team was still licking their wounds, uh, especially on good goals or even answering back when when the opposing team scored a goal. Um, so it was you know that's one of the things I would like to see carry over into next into this upcoming season is if the lightning could really continue that trend of really jumping on the other team within the first minute or so after giving up a goal or scoring a goal. So that's something that was very, very beneficial to them and really contributed a lot to them, to their success, uh, not only through the regular season, but as well as the playoffs. So hopefully, you know, with a lot of the question marks surrounding this team right now with the current roster and, you know, some of the moves that they still need to make. I would hope at least that Coach Cooper kind of tries to emphasize uh, continuing that style of play, and that's just really jumping on the team when when they're maybe taking a step back right after a goal scored. So uh, that, that happens right here after the Kucherov goal. Sorelli just missed a one-timer, chipping on the rush after a great smooth uh, pass from Alex Klorn. And this is one of the most – I've never seen a pass like this in real life, really, where – uh, they're on the rush, and Alex Kalorn is actually. If you if you want to go back and watch this game, Alex Kalorn is backskating on the rush. I've never seen that outside of NHL. Uh, and when I say NHL, I mean NHL the video game. I, I do that all the time when I play. But it, it, it's very. It was very interesting, and it was one of those things where I haven't really seen it happen that much uh, in the NHL. Uh, guys usually uh, are getting pushed around on the rush like that, especially where the defender was almost completely faced the trailing defender was almost completely facing Alex Korn at that moment in time so to see him kind of do that in the spur of the moment was very interesting and it was really cool to see it um and it and I think that's what kind of maybe threw the defense off because maybe they thought he was going to try and stop and maybe skate towards the eye uh towards the net but what he did he, ch- he made a fantastic cross size pass right into the middle of the low slot right in front of Bravovsky, where Alex, uh, Anthony Sorelli is, and unfortunately he couldn't finish on the play. But guess what? Um, you know what? It's it's one. It's always nice and always a positive thing to see uh, the Lightning, especially the Lightning, uh, make plays like that. So moving on. So after the goal, uh, pretty much this is where you know after that Sorelli play, actually after that that Sorelli play, this is where the ice kind of started to tilt in favor of Florida. Um, the Florida really started to dominate puck possession, but couldn't really do anything to capitalize. And that was more or so because of not only the Lightning playing good defense. I mean, they did have certain, they did have laps in their defense at certain times, but really for the most part, especially throughout this kind of, I guess, period long rush, if you want to call it, um, Florida was dominating puck possession and, but they couldn't do anything of it. You know, their, their, their scoring isn't exactly on the same level uh, as Tampa is. So four minutes left in the first. Tampa was outshot. Uh, with four minutes left in the first, Tampa was outshot 11-4. to four. 
Um, but Tampa kind of started to make a comeback, uh, and they ended the period with 12, 12, uh, you know, behind in shots, 12, 12 to one, uh, 12 to seven. I can't talk today, guys. I don't know what's going on with me. So, um, and this kind of, you know, what we saw not only with the, the dominant puck possession was they were forcing a lot of turnovers. Uh, Vasilevsky really had to do, he, he almost had to be perfect on certain plays. Uh, you know, very, he made a very good sprawling save on Dandanoff on a breakaway after a breakdown defensively. Dandanoff just got behind the defense uh, with the puck, and it was pretty much him and Vasilevsky. And nine times out of ten, Vasilevsky's going to save those shots. But, of course, you know, the, that one other time, you know, that, that's when the Lightning really do run into trouble. So we end the, the, the first period with the Lightning up one nothing. Could have asked for a better start to the season. Uh, after everything that happened thus far in the previous playoffs. So um, moving on to the second period, 235, uh, Tampa D just basically falls asleep. I And granted, you know, this is this is Shattenkirk's first game with the Lightning. As we all know, Shatty's, he did he was one and done uh, with the Lightning. Now he's in Anaheim. But um, kind of just a, a breakdown in communication, I believe the, the other – uh, defenseman on the ice with Shaddy was probably, I think I want to say was Chernak. Um, 235 uh, and, you know, into the period and just there's the pucks behind the net and Shattenkirk just gets caught sleeping and easy, easy opportunity for Mike Hoffman and he just uh, throws it by Vasilevsky to tie the game at one. And after this, we still kind of saw the trend of the Lightning kind of giving up the puck and giving opportunities to Florida to kind of, you know, they were basically at certain points in this game handing the game towards Florida. And, um, good, you know, the Lightning were fortunate that Florida wasn't able to capitalize on that. Uh, a few bad turnovers resulted in Vasilevsky having to make some fantastic saves on breakaways. Um, he's always been super solid in that respect. So, you know, that's the one good – that's the one luxury of having a good, very good goaltender, a Vezina Trophy winning goaltender in Andre Vasilevsky, but uh, we still, they still can't be having those things. And we saw that uh, throughout the season, uh, even in the playoffs at certain times, uh, you know, Vasilevsky was tasked with basically kind of keeping the game, the other team in check uh, throughout the game. So after that, uh, a little later on, you know, Sergeyev gets called for another penalty holding. It was kind of questionable. He kind of pushed them into the net behind the net. Uh, I, I, I mean, they said on the broadcast could have gone either way. When I looked at the replay, I'm inclined to agree, but what are you going to do there? Uh, this is at 15:50, but Tampa kills the, the penalty. So, you know, we're not, it wasn't that big of a deal, but we're still tied at one. Um, so a little later on after that, um, after Tampa does pill, kill the Sergachev penalty, Shattenkirk scores his first goal of the season on a slap shot. Um, uh, as the power play is uh, winding down, uh, this is you know this is vintage Shattenkirk uh, slap shot from the blue line through traffic rising shot. Um, the puck wasn't exactly flat on on the ice, so sometimes when you shoot a puck like that, that's kind of wobbling around, it tends to kind of trail off towards the the opposite. I guess if you want to say maybe slice it a little bit as if you were doing golf. So uh, gets by Barbovsky uh, up top shelf. So you know what the Lightning are up two one. And just a great goal by Shattenkirk, and um, yeah, uh, it was that was something that we saw all season. Basically, this whole game was just everything that Lightning fans were gonna see uh, throughout the season coming up. Um, even the mistakes. I mean, if if you go back and watch this game, you're gonna know exactly what I mean. We saw all these 
all the mistakes they made in this game were going to be continuous throughout the season and up until the playoffs to where really um, the the COVID postponement really was perfect perfect time for this team, even though the circumstances surrounding it were unfortunate, uh, like we stated on earlier shows, that really COVID in terms of the postponement was the best thing that could have happened to this team because at the, at the time, uh, all these mistakes that we see in this game were were still going on and usually around March uh, slash, well, yeah, around March is when you're really starting to get ready for the playoffs and to have a team as talented as the Lightning at that point really keep making those mistakes at that point in time. It was a little concerning considering they also had Steven Stamkos out. Nikita Kucherov was banged out, banged up, as well as uh, Victor Hedman at that point in time just went down with an injury as well. And there was some concern that Victor Hedman was going to be out for an extended period of time. So jumping into the third period uh, at 849 Trocek, it's a shorthanded goal off a turnover. This was something that was bound to happen with the way that the Lightning were just just were handling the puck throughout the game. It was just something that was going to happen, and uh, unfortunately, the game is now tied. I, you know, if I if I was able to go back, and like I said, you know, it, it was definitely a big deal at that point in time. Um, I'm sure some Lightning fans were already sweating. They were like, "Oh, here we go again." Uh, now that we're going back and watching this, we're really appreciating some of the mistakes that they made. Um, just because we see what the team was on opening night as, and how they finished in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals, um, you really do, you, you really can't help appreciate uh, how, how much that team grew uh, from October up until July. Well, actually not July. Wow. I mean, it's even longer than that. It was October. October to October. So basically within the span of a year. Uh, a very long season as well. So at 9.34, Palat, power play goal, uh, chip in off a of Kalorn, uh, deflection. And this was maybe minutes or so after the Trocheck goal. So like I said, stated earlier, I mean, Tampa's ability to answer right back was just – it was so clutch throughout this whole season, especially the playoffs, where I, I think that was definitely one of the things that if this team didn't have that ability to answer back in the way they did – um, we might be sitting here today talking about possibly another Stanley Cup champion other than the Tampa Bay Lightning. So uh, and then so that makes the game three two. And then a little later on, Pat Maroon, the big rig, uh, scores a goal, uh, chipping in on a loose puck, making it four two. And then at this point, the Lightning are pretty much in the driver's seat. Uh, you could kind of see if you look even after the Palakal, uh, Florida is kind of sort of checked out at this point they're really you know you could tell that the lightning are really starting to to really take control of the game um so that was good to see so yeah um and then obviously Chernak with an empty net goal later to make it 5-2 uh Tampa wins their sixth consecutive opening day matchup fourth against the Panthers so like I said at the top of the show the the lightning own the, the Florida Panthers and I would expect them to keep on doing that uh, for the foreseeable future until the Panthers say enough is enough. Yeah, so that's kind of like the the little short recap that I had for opening night. Uh, you know, there's some other games that we're obviously going to discuss. Um, we're going to talk about one of the Global Series games, and if you don't remember what that was, that was the, the kind of the midseason, uh, the midseason matchup that the Lightning had against Buffalo in Sweden. Uh, so we're going to do that on the next episode. Uh, we'll we'll either be putting that out maybe sometime this week or maybe next week and just be you know we're really we were really planning on doing um, 
three shows a week in the month of November, but we're kind of, you know, doing because of kind of like some scheduling issues that I have, um, we're going to try and maybe put out five. So you guys at least have, you know, your, your little fix or maybe doing two a day uh, here and there. So we'll be discussing some of the top games. Like I said, the global series, the, the, the win over Buffalo. We'll also be discussing some of the losses. We'll be discussing the, the loss that the lightning had uh, in December uh, the 5-1 loss against the Islanders. So we'll be discussing all types of, of wins and losses. Um, yeah, it, it was it was it's really interesting, and I think it's going to be, I think as well as I, I think a lot of you are going to be very appreciative of just how this and just to see how this team grew over the course of basically a year. Um, it, it you know it is frustrating um, or even at times funny to see them make mistakes where it's like, Oh, I remember how I used to feel about that, especially when, you know, the, the senseless turnovers in, in the neutral zone. But um, yeah. And if you, if there's a game maybe in the future that you want us to review or recap on here uh, that maybe we don't get to go ahead and, and tweet to us, of course, on the Twitter page at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, or even tweet to me at my Twitter account at AP Danker D E N K E R. So I'm going to end the show today with, or tonight actually, well, we're four minutes to midnight, so I guess this will be, I guess, a Thursday show. Um, <laughs> we're gonna, I'm going to discuss a little bit briefly, because I also spoke about it on today's episode of Locked on NHL, the national show that I do with uh, my co-host, who, Chris Masilli of Locked on Avalanche. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about the retro jerseys, uh, I don't, the reverse retro jerseys that were dropped out, dropped a couple of days ago by Adidas. Now I don't know how all, all of you feel about that. There was there was some I saw mostly positive reviews. Um, I I don't know why everyone's excited. Uh, in my opinion, I well the 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 Vegas Golden Knights one was completely leaked, and I first thing I don't understand how the Vegas Golden Knights get a reverse retro jersey when they've only been in the league for four years. Uh, so I don't know how that works, but. As for just the Lightning one, now it looked like they're going to do the original, I guess, uh, the jerseys that did that the Lightning wore during the 04 season. You know, the old black black ones with, like, the silver logo in the middle. Um, right now, I mean, we didn't really get a whole look. I, I mean, it just looks like a blue jersey. It just looks like how I said on Lockdown NHL, it, it just looks like what the reverse you know, if you had a reversible jersey, take it off, you turn it inside out, bam, that's what it looks like to me. Um, I'm not entirely crazy about these things. Um, at the same time, the Lightning don't really have a huge repertoire of creative jerseys. They haven't really, they haven't been in an outdoor game, so you don't really get those interesting, you know, like the, the kind of jerseys that we saw uh, from the Colorado LA series. Um, out there in Colorado that they played in the outdoor game or in any of those out other outdoor games. Um, but yeah, and then they just have the out, they just have the regular throwback ones and the one as well, as well as the, I guess you could call them the blackout jerseys from the weekend games. But in my opinion, I'm not going to go too crazy uh, in terms of thinking that these things are garbage because we all know, especially if you're a big hockey fan, if you're one who's really into buying jerseys uh, as I am, as soon as they drop these, as soon as we get a good look at them, I'm probably going to buy it. Um, but I'm not – like I stated on Lockdown NHL as well, I feel like 
there wasn't really a lot of thought put into this because it seems like I feel like doing a reverse retro jersey is in some way lazy. I feel like you have all these creative. I feel like Adidas should have sat down with each team and really said, "Okay, let's let's get really creative like this." Like even like the Dallas Stars blackout jersey um, that they dropped a couple of weeks ago was very good. Um, so I feel like this was kind of more so a. Uh, you know, we just became, you know, we're still very early on into our partnership with the NHL. Let's let's just start putting out jerseys for the sake of, you know, people buying them because we know people are eventually going to buy them. But um, I'm not entirely crazy about it, as you could tell. Uh, I just I just feel that there could have been a lot more done. I would love to see maybe something done with the lightning where they like in the style of those outdoor um game jerseys even the ones that the penguins and the flyers wore a couple i believe it was a year two years ago maybe um where they were kind of chrome it's i but i would like to see more of maybe like a kind of like a a big lightning bolt kind of like spreading across the jersey um but hopefully when the lightning do get the chance to play in an outdoor game that they'll get some pretty sweet jerseys and not just jump on either the the away or the home ones um and as soon as the, I hope I hope we get more in the coming weeks, which I would assume we are, um, as to what these jerseys look like uh, for the retro uh, reverse ones. So yeah, and like I said, go ahead, like and subscribe to this podcast. Thanks for all of you for being so patient. We've it's been kind of crazy in terms of the output of the shows uh, in the last couple of weeks, but thanks once again for all of you sticking by us and coming by and listening to us. And we'll we should be we'll try to put. Uh, as much news out as possible in terms of when shows will be dropping, etc. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.